98K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. Tonight's headlines. Sources say a fifth trustee of a fund that raised cash for the illegal and medical fees of protesters has been arrested. Health authorities are monitoring a possible COVID outbreak in Kennedy Town and the average waiting time for public housing is now the highest it's been in more than 20 years. Beijing has expressed strong dissatisfaction with a criticism from Western nations of arrests made over a now-defunct fund that raised money for the legal and medical fees of anti-government protesters. Sources say a fifth trustee of the 612 Humanitarian Relief Fund, former lawmaker Sid Ho, has now been arrested. Altis Wong reports. Sources said Cardinal Joseph Sen, barrister Margaret Ng, singer Dennis Ho and cultural studies scholar Hui Pui Kung have been released on bail following their arrest by national security officers. The fifth person believed to have been arrested is former lawmaker Sid Ho, who is serving a prison term in connection with a banned protest. The Commissioner's Office of the Foreign Ministry in Hong Kong says the U.S. State Department, U.S. Congress, EU Foreign Policy Chief, Canada's Foreign Minister and some other foreign politicians had made baseless accusations against Hong Kong police who took appropriate action against people connected to the fund. A spokesman said in a statement police officers are upholding the rule of law, urging the foreign countries and politicians to stop interfering in Hong Kong's affairs. These people allegedly colluded with foreign forces and undermined national security. The foreign forces know very well where these people went and what they did. Stop playing dumb. The U.S. State Department said the arrests show Hong Kong authorities have again demonstrated they will pursue all means necessary to stifle dissent and undercut protected rights and freedoms. EU policy chief Joseph Borrell said he was following the arrests with great concern. Melanie Jolie, Canada's Minister for Foreign Affairs, said the arrests were deeply troubling. She wrote on Twitter, The ongoing targeting of civil society groups erodes the rights and freedoms of Hong Kong residents guaranteed under Hong Kong's basic law. Meanwhile, the Catholic Diocese of Hong Kong says it is extremely concerned about the condition and safety of Cardinal Zen. In a statement, the Diocese says, We have always upheld the rule of law. We trust that in the future, we will continue enjoying religious freedom in Hong Kong under the basic law. Health authorities say they're monitoring a COVID outbreak in Kennedy Town, where Saiwan Estate has been placed under overnight lockdown after three more COVID cases were confirmed there and high levels of the virus were found in sewage. The University of Hong Kong's medical faculty also warned students of a potential outbreak in the area. The Centre for Health Protection's Dr. Trung Chuk Kwan was asked about infection risks in Kennedy Town. I think the individual university issued warning is based on the sewage findings. And indeed, the findings in the Taiwan estate is a bit higher than the usual finding in these few days. But we did find a few cases in that estate. These cases might explain some of the findings in this um, sewage finding. Of course, there may be other cases in that district. So we hope to uh, ascertain and search an active case finding to, to a certain extent of transmission in that area. Health officials also said four people who visited a snooker club in Hong Ham on Monday later tested positive, and they've ordered more than 150 others who were at Sun Mong Snooker to get tested. Overall, COVID cases remain stable at 294, with 40 of them imported. One more COVID patient has died. 
The average waiting time for public housing has gone up from six to 6.1 years, the highest since 1999. Jenny Lee, a member of the Concerning Grassroots Housing Rights Alliance, believes the queue is getting longer because the government hasn't been able to build public housing units fast enough, despite having sufficient land. The government should take more effort or take the initiatives to figure out more land and start building the public housing. At the same time, I think that uh, the housing authority can reveal the reason of why there is such a great delay in building the public housing. So the government can monitor the housing authority in a better way. And we hope that this can uh, help shorten the waiting time. The weather forecast, cloudy to overcast with heavy showers and squally thunderstorms. Temperatures in the region of 24 to 27 degrees. The outlook, occasional heavy showers over the weekend. Currently 25 degrees Celsius, humidity 95%. Please be advised that the landslip and thunderstorm warnings are both currently in force. You're listening to RTHK. It's exactly five minutes past 11. Tunmun Hospital has apologised for a mix-up with two corpses. A spokesman said one of the corpses was due to be sent to a funeral parlour yesterday, while another was to be cremated after a memorial at the hospital. Staff at the hospital mortuary were notified that the corpse sent to the funeral parlour was the wrong one. The corpse that should have been sent to the funeral parlour had already been cremated when the mistake was identified. The hospital said it's highly concerned about the incident, adding that management had met with and apologised to the families affected. The Equal Opportunities Commission says men need to be more conscious about the issue of sexual harassment after a major survey found one in eight people here had been harassed at work. The watchdog questioned 5,000 people by phone last year. It found that while younger women were more likely to be harassed, a quarter of men who reported experiencing harassment said the offender was a woman. Two-thirds of those who'd been harassed said it took the form of jokes or comments to third parties made in front of them, while a third had jokes directed at them. Rizwan Ullah is from the EOC. I think the environment that they are in, when they come to their conversations, their jokes, all these things would gradually fall under those dirty jokes, sharing of explicit images, and one of them become a victim in the process. Like if you compare male and female, the male's awareness on sexual harassment is lower. Hong Kong's legal establishment has condemned calls by a group of U.S. Congress members for Washington to impose sanctions on national security judges and prosecutors here. The Bar Association, the professional body for the city's barristers and the judiciary both issued statements denouncing any attempts to interfere with the SAR's judicial system or its operations. Jimmy Choi has this report. Seven Republican lawmakers wrote to U.S. President Joe Biden last week, saying decimated national security judges and prosecutors in Hong Kong should be subject to sanctions for what they called Beijing's failure to meet its obligations under the Sino-British Joint Declaration and for implementing the national security law. The Bar Association and the judiciary both issued statements attacking outside interference in Hong Kong's system of justice, with the latter branding the intervention a flagrant and direct affront. In a statement, the Bar Association said, The Bar deplores and condemns in the strongest terms any attempts by anyone anywhere to interfere with the operation of Hong Kong's independent judiciary and the administration of justice in Hong Kong. 
It is of fundamental importance to the rule of law in Hong Kong, and indeed elsewhere, that the judiciary, judges and judicial officers be allowed to operate and exercise their judicial power independently and free from any interference. The statement said there could be no question as to the integrity or independence of Hong Kong judges, adding that the appointments and the discharge of their duties are free from any political considerations or interference. Meanwhile, the judiciary said attempts by U.S. politicians to exert pressure on Hong Kong's rule of law and judicial independence, as guaranteed under the Basic Law, were totally unacceptable. Articles 2, 19 and 85 of the Basic Law specifically provide that the judicial power, including that of final adjudication, vested with the Hong Kong Special Administrative Region under the Basic Law, is to be exercised by the judiciary independently, free from any interference. Judges' constitutional duty is to exercise their judicial power independently and professionally in every case, including cases relating to national security, on the basis of the law and evidence, and nothing else. The Monetary Authority intervened twice today to defend the Hong Kong dollar's peg to the greenback. The authority sold more than 5.5 billion Hong Kong dollars worth of US dollars in total to prop up the local currency. These were the authority's first interventions in a year and a half. The Hong Kong dollar has been weakening in recent months as US rate hikes draw funds out of the local financial system. Turning overseas, the White House has announced that the United States has passed more than one million deaths from COVID-19. It's the highest official total in the world, although the World Health Organization believes the true number may be higher in other countries. Here's the BBC's Naomi Grimley. President Biden says that he knows the pain, the black hole in your heart, he says to Americans. It is unrelenting. He also, though, calls on Congress to release more resources for the pandemic, both in the US and globally. But it is a moment to reflect on what America's been through. The worst affected states have been California, Texas, Florida and New York. The leaders of Finland have said their country must apply for membership of NATO without delay after the Russian war in Ukraine forced it to reassess its traditionally neutral stance. President Sauli Niinistö and the Prime Minister Sanna Marin said NATO membership would strengthen the security of Finland, which has a 1,300-kilometre border with Russia. Finland will formally announce its decision on Sunday. Addressing European lawmakers, the Finnish Foreign Minister Pekka Haavisto said joining NATO would help both his country and the alliance as a whole. The accession of Finland would strengthen the security and stability of the Baltic Sea region and Northern Europe. Finland is a regional security provider and would further strengthen NATO as a future ally. From NATO's perspective, Finland holds solid democratic credentials that meet NATO's membership criteria and has a strong and credible national defense that is interoperable with NATO. We are convinced that Finland would bring added value to NATO. The NATO Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg welcomed Finland's announcement and said the accession process would be smooth and swift. The head of the European Council, Charles Michel, called Finland's move an historic step which would contribute to European security. Estonia says it will make a major difference to security in the Baltic region. The Prime Minister of Denmark, Meta Frederiksen, also said she would welcome Finland in NATO and would work for a quick application process. 
Russia, meanwhile, has reacted angrily to Finland's decision, as the BBC's Jenny Hill in Moscow reports. The Kremlin say that without doubt this is a threat to Russia, that NATO expansion won't make the world or Europe a more stable place, and that Finland's decision is a cause for regret. Now, we don't know what Russia's response will be in practical terms. One of my colleagues asked the Kremlin spokesman just now, and he said that a special analysis was underway, but that it would very much depend on how far NATO infrastructure moved towards the Russian border. A BBC investigation has found that two world-famous British museums have more than 100 antiquities thought to have been stolen from Cambodia. The BBC's Celia Hatton reports. The Cambodian authorities have already launched a successful legal campaign to recover items from American museums and collectors. The Minister of Culture, Purn Sakona, has written to her British counterpart, Nadine Dorries, to tell her that many items have wrongfully ended up in institutions such as the Victoria and Albert and British museums. The Cambodian authorities have asked for a full accounting of the items in both collections, particularly ancient statues, which Cambodians believe are living gods. The British Museum and V&A have told the BBC they are transparent about the heritage of objects in their collections. To sport now, four goals, three points, one new ball for my kids. That was Manchester City star Kevin De Bruyne on social media after his four goals powered City to a 5-1 thrashing of Wolves in the Premier League. City are now three points clear of Liverpool at the top of the table with just two games left to play. Here's City boss Pep Guardiola. If we win the next next two games, we'll be champion. It will be important to, to try to win, of course, in, in West Ham. But always you have a, a joker in our hands in, in the stadium with our people. It's just in case we need to win. But, uh, of course, this is still in two weeks and play a final against West Ham. The defending NBA champions have the upper hand in their Eastern Conference playoff series against the Boston Celtics. Janis Antetokounmpo had 40 points and 11 rebounds, helping the Milwaukee Bucks to a 110-107 win in Game 5 for a 3-2 series lead. In Memphis, the Grizzlies staved off elimination, routing the Golden State Warriors 134-95. The Warriors now lead the series 3-2, but guard Clay Thompson called the blowout loss in Game 5 embarrassing. From the opening tip, I mean, you have great flow and, you know, they were more aggressive than us reflecting in the 30 free throws to our 13. We all had the mindset we were going to close it out tonight, but sometimes basketball is an exact science and we play like a shell of ourselves. So like I said before, we'll watch film, make necessary adjustments, and you'll see a totally different effort on Friday. A reminder of our top stories tonight. Sources say a fifth trustee of a fund that raised cash for the legal and medical fees of protesters has been arrested. Health authorities are monitoring a possible COVID outbreak in Kennedy Town. And the average waiting time for public housing is now the highest it's been in more than 20 years. The news from RTHK.
penned by the lady herself. Music from Giorgio Moroder, but a big hit together from around 1980. Of course, it's on the radio into our second hour this Thursday night, edging our way towards Friday morning. (laughs) 